0: CliffCentral
1: dot com. All right, let's get into it because Sean Sanders is here. It's always good to see Sean, and for him to give us an update on what's going on in the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So, Sean, first of all, how are you, and how's your your like broken up week been? Did you do anything fun yesterday?
0: Uh, no, unfortunately, I worked, so right. yeah, just another day, I suppose. There is no public holiday in the UK, and so, there is no
1: there is no public yeah. holiday for Bitcoin. I mean, this is the funny thing, right? It's like stock mar- stock markets and stock exchanges they open and close. But Bitcoin is always up for sale and always up for, for purchase.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things with the crypto market, right? It's 24-7, 365. Yeah. It never turns off. It's kind of weird when you actually start dealing with exchanges. I mean, my past life, I was naturally working on a trading floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked as an investment banker. And to have, a, well, to go back to it now, and like I liquidated some of my, uh, one of the stock positions that I have. And to have to wait two days, I know. you know, you've got the carrying and settlement when, side of things. When you to did to you do that? Two days. When did you do that? Last uh, week. The uh, day before yesterday. So I did
1: the yeah. same thing. I actually went and, and I, I said it on the show on Monday. Um, I don't have a huge number of stocks and shares, but I sold a whole bunch of, of Google and Apple and. Or, well, you know some u s positions that I had because uh, Joe Biden's about to introduce this new capital gains tax, and there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going to affect business negatively. So I saw the headlines, and decided to sell all of those and buy Bitcoin, and I bought the bitcoin at forty eight thousand odd dollars, which is exactly when it was at its lowest and it turned round and now it's at fifty four thousand dollars It was at fifty five yeah, wow. this morning too. so already I've made more money on that than I did off any of those companies'
0: shares. Yeah no, that's brilliant. Yeah I mean it was a wild ride uh, in crypto this week. I mean yeah. you really saw a big pullback and was it about last week Tuesday Wednesday? Right. And things came roaring back. I mean Tesla came out yesterday. I think this is the big news of the week really. Yeah. Is that Tesla came out yesterday saying that they made a 110 sold
1: million on Bitcoin
0: yeah. alone, right? I mean they, they didn't have to sell a single car. Yeah. Hundred percent. They made more because you know that Tesla also sells their—it's like a carbon uh, carbon credits equivalent. Yeah. Essentially, they're selling uh, their green energy to other automakers and whatnot, and mm-hmm. as, in the form of like tax credits. Mm-hmm. And they made more money selling those tax credits and Bitcoin than they yeah. did producing cars. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Mad. I mean, one hundred and ten million dollars is a, sorry, one hundred and one million dollars to be exact. I mean, that's an incredible amount of money that Tesla made. And apparently, uh, Elon came out to say that. They sold 10% because they wanted to prove or demonstrate that Bitcoin's liquid and it can actually be treated similar to a US dollar. Uh, so I think that sent uh, quite a few other companies really moving into the crypto space. And that's sort of what's driven this, this really big gain over the last week.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. How, how are the rest of them doing? I mean, is Ethereum also up nicely?
0: Ethereum's actually had a phenomenal week. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it went through a Berlin, it's called a Berlin upgrade. I mean, they come up with these interesting names uh, every quarter or so for new upgrades, because again, all of these are sort of like operating systems, right? So if you think about uh, Windows 95, and then you went to Vista, I mean, I'm sure there was a few different operating systems before then, but each operating system is essentially an upgrade. And Ethereum went through a recent upgrade uh, in terms of improving its scalability and all the rest. they call this uh, there was the Berlin upgrade, there was the london upgrade i mean there's a few other, a few others on the way, and that actually went ahead relatively well so mm-hmm. I mean ethereum 's up about fourteen um, percent overall, I think the crypto market's pretty flat over the week because remember it was this time last week that it took a really big dive yeah that 's um, right but I mean if you're looking at the year over year returns it 's just insane I mean again like it, it, the, the growth of this market is back over, you know, the entire market's worth over $2 trillion. It's again, competing with Apple in terms of how valuable the entire market is. And I think if you're looking at now, I guess we've always been speaking about uh, the retail investors that enter the space. We've been talking about the institutions that are entering the space, but all of a sudden it's becoming real. Like uh, two years ago on your show, Gareth, we were saying, well, you know, crypto is coming to the masses. It's going mm. mainstream, like it's, it's mainstream. It's there, well, like you can pay for nearly everything using crypto.
1: There's no doubt that the upside is still to come. I mean, I think that, that even the, the least optimistic people are now much, more, much less skeptical about what might happen in cryptocurrencies than they may have been before. And I'll tell you something, it's one way to, and we discussed this months ago and we haven't brought it up since, it's one way to make sure that you are not subject to the vagaries of international governments, international money, flows, banks, large corporations, because really this stuff acts and operates outside of that whole world. And it it is one way to make sure if you are in a country where they're playing with the taxes, where they're playing with, with, uh, you know, regulations and corporations, that you can make sure your money stays more or less inert. And normally it doesn't just stay inert, it normally goes up.
0: Yeah, well, I think one of the points to note as well is remember in 2010, Hmm. the rand was at 6.80 to the dollar. Mm-hmm. Um today, what's it, uh, 14 rand 70. That's right. still pretty good. It's actually come back from like 1550, yep. but that's the rand versus the dollar. Um, if you're looking at the, uh, the, I saw this this morning, you know, the JSE all share index is down 12% over the last decade in dollar terms. <laughs> That's why every South African feels poor when they go overseas. Yeah. And now you, you're looking at the U.S. I mean, beyond Biden's uh, little tax policy, that or well, not little tax policy, massive tax policy that he's implementing, um, they have printed so much money that I don't think anyone understands this. And it takes a very long time for that money to filter through the system. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about inflation on this, on the show before. When you increase the money supply and you don't increase the number of goods or the value of goods in society, Uh, you get more expensive goods. So when you know, when you look at, let's say the price of a car year Mm -hmm. over year or the price of a movie ticket or the price of like everyday things, when they go up over time, it's actually not the price of these things going up. It's actually the currency becoming worth less because an egg's an egg and egg, right? Or like a movie ticket's movie ticket's movie ticket. So that's what people actually need to be fearful of now. I mean, all of a sudden, you start with inflation, and I mean, in South Africa we still got moder- uh, moderate inflation. But if inflation starts to increase, we need to be really worried because there's a lot of debt in the world, and that's really where the likes of Bitcoin, Litecoin, et cetera, like these cryptocurrencies with a fixed supply, really mm-hmm. uh, you know can provide value.
1: What What do you think? Because I mean, when we when we are talking about Fiscal policy, and I, I don't want to get too much into the reads here, but, you know, someone like, like Biden and his administration, with, with all of the money that they've printed and all of the money that they're borrowing, essentially from their, their future, they're, they're borrowing this from their children and their grandchildren. That account only really comes in after he's no longer president. So he's doing this without having to worry about being blamed for it because people have short memories. And down the line, there'll be a new president in four years' time, and uh, that person will get the blame.
0: Yeah, well, again, the dollar is the world's reserve currency right now. Mm -hmm. Fast forward 10 years or 15 years, you've printed all this money, you've got a lot of debt. We've actually got to sort of sit here and hope that the global economy doesn't start start roaring in the way that we, I guess, a lot of people want it to start roaring. If it starts to do that, interest rates increase, inflation increases, Mm -hmm. and you've got a lot of debt. And remember, it's not really a problem right now because interest rates are so low that you can have tons of debt around the world and you're able to repay that. But when the interest rates increase and all of a sudden you have to be paying a lot more on that debt, uh, yeah. you're like, you know, what, what happens then? All the dominoes start to fall. Right. And that's really where there's a big risk. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I mean, a four-year term, maybe an eight-year term, I suppose, best-case scenario, like that's not long enough to really experience any proper cycle. You're probably experiencing either the up cycle or the down cycle during that period of time. So obviously, you know, politicians are politicians. They make decisions you know, for short-term gain. Uh, they need to make sure that their party wins the next election. That's sort of the only game that right. they're playing, right? Absolutely.
1: All right, Sean, anything else you wanna throw in before we move on?
0: No, I think, guys, we've said this on the show loads before. Uh, there was a big dip last week. Gareth, you asked, you know, should you go out and buy crypto? I said, yes. I took your obviously, advice. I mean, we aligned with people that. wanting to buy crypto and you've made a ton of cash. I presume, Have I mean you, you made what, over eighty K on that Bitcoin position, depending you, if you bought a whole Bitcoin or not.
1: Do you guys see those kinds of, of trends on, on in terms of the the total number of people buying cryptocurrency? I mean like from Revix's point of view, can you look at it and go, well, last week we saw a lot of people buying? Definitely. Okay. So this is the interesting
0: thing is as much as we say to people, look over the long term. Yeah. I mean, sure, you can go in and you can make 20%. You can also lose 20% over a short period of time. Sure. But the opportunity here not 2, 3, four X. It is really 10, 15x if this market increases the way we expect it to. Mm. But as much as we say to people, look at the long term, they want to come in for that little short term and sure. you know, kind of make a million overnight sort of game. And when the market does pull back, you do see a lot of people into the space. I mean, I can tell you right now, Like I can see our revenues over a monthly basis start to tick up slightly when there's volatility in the market and people start jumping back in and all the rest. So it's not necessarily a bad thing for us
1: well uh that's very very good uh revix makes more money than the drug cartels says andre crypto is the next big drug (laughs) may may that be true may sean be printing money um i wish
0: that was true i don't think that's true though um,
1: unfortunately cindy cindy says oh wow sean is a hottie so i'm afraid cindy the bad news is now that that we're going into winter Mm -hmm. there's where Gord comes in as well now that we're going into winter uh, Sean is highly unlikely to be appearing uh, topless on the show. So I'm very, very sorry about that. You're going to have to live. Sean, few... if you could just reposition your camera for the next one because you've got like all this dead space. I understand the Revix logo is important, but we'll put it on the screen. You can just get yourself from about the nipples up. There's a good six to eight inches of you that could be in shot, and it's just wasted. All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, just for the, just for the Listen, engagement value. And the... We talked to Sean for Revix, not for OnlyFans, Gord. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know why you talk to Sean Gareth, but I've got my own reasons. Thank you very much. I yeah, t- God, I was going to
0: say when I jumped on the show, you know, there was quite an intro there. I was like, "Oh, are know. you hitting on me?" It's yeah. like, "Gorgeous,
1: yeah. gorgeous, definitely." Yeah, you That's might not think operates. so to look at me, but I'm not a very financial person. still. <laughs> I stick around. Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, right. and uh, when you guys were talking about, I can't remember what you were talking about just before the show started. I kind of joined halfway through, but it was some band, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking
1: about a, a Attica, yeah, a big check, party look, that we had,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were sort of mentioning that Gareth, you got their number, or does mm. you know something along those lines? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Gord, you know, if I'm in your hood, you know, I'll grab your number. Maybe we'll grab a coffee. I've
1: already got it from Gareth, but he made me promise not to tell he'd give it to me. so I did not give I'm it in. to <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy anything you sell me, mate. So bring a Bitcoin portfolio. Start a pack, I'm in. Well, you don't and have to you good. don't have to you don't have to know Sean personally to do that, Gord. The good news is that you can sign up to Revix for free. You verify your ID, you add funds, select the bundle of your choice, and you don't need to spend a fortune. You could put in a couple of hundred Rand and start off and not be sorry about this when you start doing well. And of course, if you if you feel like you're taking big risks and they've got lovely portfolios there that are rebalanced every month mm-hmm. with all the top cryptocurrencies, but if you feel like it's uh, not risky enough for you, you can also do other things there. And Revix gives you many different options for uh, what you might want to invest in. And you know what? If you put in a couple of hundred rand and it doesn't work out for you, it's not going to break the bank. But if it does, you could be very, very happy this time uh, next month. We'll see how it goes. All right. Thanks very much, Sean. Nice to see you, dude.